This is Thoughts on the Table by DisgracesOnTheMenu.com. Hello, welcome to Thoughts on the Table, the audio blog on food and food culture. Paolo here, your host, alone today. Uh, in one of those rare episodes, I will uh, talk about something that I have been meaning to write into an article for a long time. And instead of writing it, I decided to just talk about it because, yeah, it's uh, something that I think lends itself to uh, some storytelling. What I would like to talk about is the drink Chinotto, pronounced in Italian Chinotto. You would say, I suppose, with English accent. Uh, so what is Chinotto? Chinotto is this pop or soda that is distinctively bitter has a bitter aftertaste and as a result it's an acquired taste that's for sure i know a lot of people that tried quinotto for the first time and did not like it at all so quinotto uh, instead is something that i appreciate because i've been drinking it since childhood really so how did that go how was the first taste of quinotto and what is the earliest memory of me tasting this drink actually it's quite interesting because this early memory goes back to a summer in which uh, me and my family were uh, visiting Rome, though we weren't in the city of Rome. We were on the seaside in a place called Torvajanic. And uh, um, as part of that trip, we decided to go visit my dad's aunt, who uh, was a nun. And uh, she was staying in this monastery in the city of Nettuno, which is the Italian for Neptune, uh, not far from Rome. And, uh, and yeah, when we got there, um, it was super hot and they offered us some refreshments. And the drink that I remember was dark in color, resembled a cola, but the moment I tasted it, and I still remember this kitchen we were in, um, was very plain and there was some sun coming through from some frosted glass and uh, the drink was fresh from a fridge and I tasted it and uh, the first um, impression was that it was sweet and agreeable with something herbal maybe about it and all was going well until I stopped drinking it. I finished my sip and the aftertaste got me. <laughs> so that was unexpected is quite bitter it hits you at the back of your tongue and uh yeah if you're not used to that you'll go oh okay i don't know if i like this but then of course what you can do <laughs> was my reasoning as a kid to say well it was sweet while i was sipping it so let's go back to sip it again and try uh sure enough it worked and as you sip you're okay you don't you don't get the aftertaste somehow but then the moment you stop, of course, it hits you again. So I tried drinking slowly <laughs> to try and elongate the sweet time versus the, uh, you know, the bitter time that will follow afterwards. But anyway, this is my earliest memory about the drink. And uh, clearly it left a big mark on me. Um, of course, over time, I learned uh, to appreciate Quinotto. Um, I do consider that one of my favorite drinks still uh, today, but it wasn't mainstream. Like it was always a bit um, an alternative choice, uh, not for everyone. I remember that um, on Sundays, my dad would go 
to uh, his bar to have espresso and maybe meet some friends for a game of cards. And uh, occasionally I will join him just for the drinks. And, uh, you know, if it was afternoon, if it was summer, uh, the option to have a pop, uh, you know, came and the bar would serve a thing called spuma. Spuma is more like a tap soda. Uh, I guess spuma translates to foam, I believe. So, yes, um, they would serve spuma, which essentially is some kind of a no-name pop that comes out of a machine, probably made from syrups and carbonated water. And uh, um, it produces different types of drinks. And the dark one, spuma nera, was flavored like quinotto. So I remember having spuma nera as, as my drink in the summer. Then growing up, I sort of forgot about quinotto. My family wasn't very big on uh, in sodas and pops, so it was not normal to have anything like that in our fridge. But I remember it was advertised on TV as the other way of drinking dark. So that's the... <laughs> The tagline, obviously, with clear reference to Coke. And, uh, yeah, I thought it was brilliant. But, yeah, really, um, it wasn't part of my of my life, except for the big comeback that it made years after, when I was playing with my band. Yes, I did have a, a period of four years where I was playing in a band. And after rehearsal, especially when it was hot in the summer, we would then go for drinks, and we would all start with a round of quinottos or spumanera because we'll be wearing a circolo where they had a no-name uh, soda machine. So yes, we would have spumanera, all of us, everyone in the band, and then maybe we will switch to beer. And, <laughs> and that was uh, a way to ease in into the drinking. Very strange if you ask me, but yeah, it was enjoyable for sure in the summer. But really, what is quinotto? You know? Uh, the can now, if you buy a Quinotto can, San Pellegrino, it has clearly under the name Quinotto a picture of a Quinotto fruit and the tagline from the Quinotto citrus of Sicily. So, as the can says, Quinotto is actually the name of a citrus, though, uh, honestly, I've never seen the citrus. I've never certainly tasted the, the fruit itself. And uh, it's still a bit of a mystery to me what this quinotto tastes like. But I can imagine that uh, it's a sort of a bitter orange. Uh, and yeah, if you think about it, quinotto has a bit of that flavor, but I would say it's not the prevalent bit. I would say that it's more herbal. Um, it's not like root beer, but somebody has made that comparison, some of my friends in Canada. Root beer, I think, is something completely different. Uh, I don't like it. Uh, it's an acquired taste that I was never able to acquire. <laughs> and um, and it is um, more like spearmint. There's some mintiness to it. Quinotto has got nothing like that. But it's got some herbal bits. And I think some uh, root beer can be herbal as well. So maybe that's what my friend was referring to. The quinotto bitterness instead is a little bit the flavor that you find in uh, Aperol or uh, Campari or bitters. So where is this flavor coming from? Well, in Italy, if you read the quinotto label, you will find that it contains quinine. 
Quinine is the same bittering agent that is used to flavor tonic water. Um, and I checked the tonic water that we, we get here in the UK, at least one of the major brands, um, contains quinine as its bittering agent. And since in Italian quinine is quinino, I mistakenly thought that quinino was the reason why uh, quinotto was called quinotto, not knowing about the fruit. But no, uh, quinino or quinine is actually a drug, it's a medication, it's a treatment for malaria. And it was actually discovered a long time ago, in the 1600s, and it's actually an extract of a bark of a tree called the cinchona tree, which is originary from Peru. But it can also be found, and it's not surprising, in grapefruit. And that's what makes grapefruit bitter. So, yeah, super, super interesting. And uh, quinine was also used for other medical reasons to alleviate night cramps, I was reading, and uh, for even lupus and uh, arthritis. But at some point, the US FDA has actually banned quinine because it can have side effects on people who are um, sensitive to it. And, uh, and therefore, there are better remedies in general for those uh, conditions. So it's currently not um, prescribed anymore as a drug, but it's still used as a flavoring agent in small quantities. And that's actually allowed in the US as well. Though the quinotto that we get here in the UK, at least the major one, doesn't have quinine anymore. And that's sad for me because I do think it's not something is still enjoyable, but it's not the same drink that I was used to. So that's the story uh, behind quinine. The name quinotto instead comes from China, Kina, uh, China, because it's thought to have come from Asia. So that's what's behind the name Kinotto. So nothing to do with quinine. Interesting stuff. Anyway, Kinotto was hard to find in Canada. Uh, only specialty stores that would carry uh, some Italian brands would occasionally have it. But they often would have all the San Pellegrino kinds of pops. But they would skip the Kinotto, the brown one, because I guess they didn't have a, a lot of market for that. But uh, it was possible to find it. And it was the original one that did contain quinine. I remember that. Uh, instead, in the UK, it's actually a little bit more common to find but it's a version that is made more palatable, I suppose, for people that are not used to the bitterness, and it's a version without quinine. So yeah, this is all uh, that I know about Quinotto. It's still a pretty um, sophisticated pop, a bit of a pop for grown-ups, and not, you know, super sweet. In fact, even without quinine, has some bitterness to it and uh, it's still one of my favorites to have uh, say with a pizza or something but anyway I love it yeah it's really good so instead what do you think do you know this drink do you love this drink you tried it and you didn't like it what is your relationship with Kinotto really is it something uh, in your drinking life <laughs> at all or uh, something weird Italians uh, like but uh, yeah you don't anyway please let me know and also let me know what you think about this format so it's like an audio article uh, sort of an unpretentious way to collect uh, some information and some stories around a topic so this is all for this episode and i hope you enjoyed it 
and I will talk to you soon. Take care.